I don't want to look at the Old Testament passage, the, the book of Jonah, but I want to look at Titus. Titus chapter 1. I want to look just at a portion of verse number 5. Not all of it, just a portion of verse number 5. Titus chapter 1. It says this, for this cause, this is all I want, the A portion. For this cause I left thee in Crete. Another translation says, for this reason I left thee in Crete. Um, Union Westland, I want to share with you um, a simple thought. But I need you to look at somebody and say this one. Amen. If you sit next to somebody, can you look at them and repeat this thought? Uh, are you looking at somebody? Amen. This is not one of those that you need to say it by yourself, but you need to look at somebody. All right. Here, here it is, Union Wesley. Here's the thought. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> can you look at them again and say it a little with a little attitude? What have I gotten myself into? What have I gotten myself into? Now, preachers, you all already say amen. What, what, what have I gotten myself into? Amen. Come on, let's, let's go to work on this one, all right? Amen. This applies to all of us. What, what have I gotten myself into? Have you ever wanted something so badly? I mean, you could, you could literally taste it. You wanted it so much. And you finally got it. But after you got it, you said, what? Have I gotten myself into? All right, somebody knows where I'm coming Amen, amen. I'm going to drive this car right up in your garage today. Amen, amen. What have I gotten myself into? And, and hear me, if you've never said that before, if you live long enough, you will find yourselves in some situations that you will declare, what have I gotten myself into listen the dream job that you prayed for and you either you even had some other prayer warriors to pray with you and come on we had them we had them touching and agreeing declaring it to be so you got the job but you discovered your dream job was like a nightmare on Elm Street. And you found yourself saying, what have I gotten myself into? Listen, you said, I got to have her. Come on, do I have company in here? You, you, you said, I gotta have her. I can't live without her. As a matter of fact, when you were just dating, you said... Uh, her new name is parking ticket I call her parking ticket because she has fine stamped all over her but you got her and you have found yourself saying what have I gotten myself 
into come on let's be an equal employment opportunity it's not just the female thing listen you said you had to have him y'all listening to me come here Daniel Caesar he says you're the water when I'm in a desert he says you're the Tylenol I take but you got her or you got him and now you're saying what I know he said best part but you find yourself saying what have I gotten myself into is there a preacher in the house who was passionate about ministry and God calling you into ministry only for somebody to mess up your ministry by something they said or something they did they quote unquote set you right and you found yourself saying after dealing with Hagar's children what have I gotten myself into you can get what you want only to realize that when reality sets in what you got you find yourself saying oh Lord what have I gotten myself into y'all listen to me today Titus is the son in the ministry of the Apostle Paul Titus intervened in a dispute between the church at Corinth and the Apostle Paul now Paul has established a church on the island of Crete Crete is on the Aegean islands off the Mediterranean Sea there were a great deal of Jews that were there Crete was like a tropical island it was like the Bahamas Aruba Hawaii Fiji or the Canary Islands so Titus begins his work in what looks like paradise he begins his work in what looks like heaven on earth Crete is absolutely beautiful but he soon discovers that what looks good is not always good come on has anybody ever heard the expression that that everything that glitters is not gold that's right all that shines ain't silver come on y'all don't judge a book that's right clothes don't make the man but the man makes the clothes are y'all listening to me today appearances are deceiving and here's my favorite beauty is only skin deep yeah 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 are y'all with me today everything is not always as it seems but many times you don't know it until you get it don't you wish that you could know it before you get it no that's that's just not the way it works you and I find out what we really got after we get what it is that we said that we want it's after we get it that 
we find out what really is going on. Hear me, it's, it's like a beautiful person with an ugly way on the inside about themselves. It's like being nice and friendly on the one hand, but being mean and nasty on the other hand. It's like food that looks delicious and sumptuous only to take a bite and discover I got to spit this out of my mouth because it looks good but it don't taste good has anybody been there before it looked sumptuous but it didn't taste good Union Wesley that is what was going on in Crete while Titus is there, he discovers that this is, as the young folks say, a hot mess. Many scholars say, catch me somebody, many scholars say that the letter of Titus is Paul's response to a letter that Titus wrote Paul about the situation of what was going on in Crete that he faced. Can I say that again? Y'all listen to me for a moment. Don't go to sleep. Uh, many scholars say that the letter of Titus is Paul's response to a letter that Titus wrote Paul about the situation in Crete that he was facing. We no longer have the letter that Titus wrote Paul, but we do have the letter that Paul responded to Titus with. Can I use my imagination for just a moment? Since we don't have the letter that Titus wrote Paul, but we have the letter that Paul wrote Titus, hear me somebody, Crete is filled with mean and nasty people hear me somebody listen to me listen to me they have a lot of liars and wicked and lazy people now hear me that's not my imagination if you read down at verse number 12 verse number 12 tells us that Crete was known for liars uh, for lazy people and folk that were gluttonous is what the text says in verse number 12 so I am not making it up but hear me this is my imagination of what Titus's letter was about so how difficult the situation was in Crete Titus writes Paul a letter and brother Spencer Paul writes Titus back and what Paul does is Paul shares with Timothy something I don't think Timothy gonna like hear me Paul first starts off the letter by being complimentary to Titus he says that Titus is his son in the ministry he says that Titus is the one who is he has sent there are you with me so he's complimentary to Titus but but then he says to Titus I got your letter he doesn't say that I'm this is my imagination I got your letter, but my response to your letter and the situation that's going on is this. Paul says, this is why I sent you there. He says, there's a reason. 
that I sent you and left you in Crete. Titus must be thinking, well, I wrote you and told you about the dilemma. Paul wrote Titus back and says, that's why I left you there. Paul says, I know they are everything you say they are. But understand, it's for this reason that I left you there. Listen to me somebody, maybe what God is saying to us through Paul and to what he says to Titus. Hear me somebody, stop complaining about where you are and realize that God has a reason for where you are. Hear me somebody, stop fussing. Stop complaining about this ain't right and that's not right. A whole lot of people do a whole lot of complaining about where they are. But instead of complaining about where you are, you and I ought to trust God and stay there because we understand that God has a reason for me to be where I am right now. And there's something that God wants you and I to do while we are where we are. Sometimes we don't like it. And sometimes we complain about it. But hear me, God has a reason. And many times God wants to teach us something. God wants us to learn something while we're in the place that we really don't want to be in. That's why we got to learn how to thank God while we're in the place that we may not particularly want to be in. Here is a nugget, Union Wesley. God can use opposition to help you and I discover your objective for being there. God can use problems to help us find our purpose. God can use adversities and adversaries to help us to discover our assignment for being there. Are you listening to me, Union Wesley? Somebody feels like you're in Crete. Hear me, your job might be like working in Crete. You might be living in a household of Cretans. Hear me, in your ministries or organizations, it might seem like Crete. And you're saying, what have I gotten myself into? Better yet, why won't God release me from where I am? Hear me somebody, God ain't gonna release you until God is finished using you where you are so you might as well stop complaining because God ain't gonna release you until God says it's time y'all mighty quiet on me today 
somebody is in something that you really don't want to be in and you want the preacher you want the Lord to tell you leave but God says I ain't telling you to leave but I'm telling you to keep your happy hips where you are until I tell you it's time to go if you ever want to mess up your life start moving before God tells you to move why won't he release me can we understand where you are God has you there to be an agent of change where you are I don't care how bad it is God has you there as an agent of change hear me somebody Crete is a heathen city Crete is a pagan city hear me much like our world our culture and our nation listen somebody needs to understand that you ain't a godly nation just because you have on your money in God we trust you are not a godly nation just because you say God bless America Crete was a heathen and pagan city and I contend that we deal with heathenism and paganism on a daily basis are you listening to me Union Wesley but hear me some Cretans were present at the day of Pentecost when Paul or Peter was filled with the Holy Ghost and stood up and began to declare and the Bible declares that everybody that was there heard in their own language and the Bible declares that thousands of people got saved some of them were from Crete and what they did was where they went back home and shared the gospel of Jesus Christ and something started to happen and somebody started to get saved in the heathen pagan city of Crete Paul says there's a reason I sent you there there's a reason I left you there in other words Titus you are there to change the hearts of the people that are there Paul says to Titus I know that the people are liars and backstabbers and they keep being messy in this and messy in that but the reason I left you there the reason I sent you there was not to curse you but to compliment you I knew that there was something in you that could help to change and to transform the people in the city of Crete he says you got something in you that can make a difference where you are Paul is saying I thought that sending you there would change things listen I thought by sending you there Titus it was gonna make things better and not worse hear me somebody God did not send you there to make it worse God did not send you there for the bottom to fall completely out no God has sent you there to make it better than when you found it 
Come on, somebody. Is there anybody that's in something that is jacked up from the floor up? You need to understand God has sent you there to make it better. Hear me. God has sent you on a job to make it better. God has planted you in a family to make it better. You and I are to make things better. God has placed us where we are because we are to be change agents of the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, I declare not making things worse, but making things better. Paul is saying to Titus, I need you. To be the change right where you are. Catch me somebody because we oftentimes believe that, that changing means we got to leave and go someplace better. No, the devil is a liar. Don't leave a bad situation. Just let God use you in the bad situation to turn the situation around. Don't leave. Let God use you to bring change where you are. Make things better where you are. God has placed you where you are to be a change agent for the kingdom of almighty God. So hear me. You're a change agent. Maybe God won't release you because you're on assignment to change it right there. You and I, I believe, pray the wrong prayer. And the wrong prayer is we've been asking God, God, I need you to change them. Change the folk on my job. Change my wife, change my husband, change my children, change my neighbor. Lord, change those that hate me and never have anything good to say about me. God said, no, I ain't changing them. God says, I'm changing you. And I expect when you walk in the place, change is going to happen. When you show up on the job, change shows up. When you darken the doorway of your house, change shows up. When you step into that ministry meeting change is what is about to happen in the neighborhood in the community if we show up change is coming because we are the change agents God uses you and I to make a difference he uses us to bring change if I show up see that's the problem we don't show up if, if I show up, hear me, change is going to happen. If I show up, the enemy needs to understand something is about to happen. It may not have ever happened before, but I'm a change agent. And the enemy needs to understand that if you show up and when you show up, change happens. Demons have got to pack their bags. Demons have got to get up out of here. Darkness has got to back up and do the electric slide. Sinners will be saved when you show up. Lives will be changed when 
when you show up. Folk will get healed when you show up. Breakthrough and deliverance will happen when you show up. Because you and I are the change agent that God uses to turn things around. Hear me, based on what you think you have been left there for, that will determine how you and I manage where we are. Did you hear me? I said based on what you think, that will determine how we manage where we are. If you're just there to get a check, then you just going to do enough just to get a check. Are you listening to me, Union Wesley? If you just trying to get a passing grade, you ain't there for an A, you ain't there for a B, you'll take a C minus, a D, you'll do just enough not to flunk. Hear me, if you just there because y'all had a child and you decided you're going to get married, then you'll do just enough to say you're married and not enough to turn the marriage around. Hear me, somebody, you have to believe that you have power to make a difference to bring change. You have power through the Lord Jesus Christ. You got power to make a difference and power for things to change. You can Wesley, I'm, I'm almost done, but, but situations are only built for a season. Situations are only built for a season. The text says, for this cause or for this reason, I left you there. The word left in Greek has the connotation or the meaning of expiration the ending of a fixed period of time the termination is going to come the ending is going to happen closing is on the way in other words Titus it's only going to be bad and difficult for a season it is not going to last forever hear me somebody it ain't always gonna be like this it's only going to last for a season and Paul is saying to Titus if I move you too soon you're going to miss the glory of what is about to happen when things are bad, start turning around. Paul is saying, I could move you because it's bad. But if I move you, you're going to miss out on what is better that's coming after this. Hear me, somebody, there, there is something better that's coming after this. That's why you and I got to be mature believers in the Lord Jesus Christ in bad and difficult situations. Hear me, you must understand it may not be growing, it may not be prospering in this season 
of your life but you better hold up and wait a minute before you tender your resignation before you throw in the towel before you cry uncle before you declare no moss no moss no more no more I can't take it no more you need to understand that glory and blessing is coming after this and I believe that the season of glory and blessing is gonna be so much better than and the season of difficulty and problems if you just hang on in there if you will just keep your head up please understand that something better is on the way and I believe that that which is better is better than all of the living hell that you had to go through I believe that what's coming after this is better than everybody talking about you it's better than all the names people called you it's better than anything you've ever seen in your life hang in there better is on the way somebody shout better better days are coming better times are coming better days are coming for your family better days for your health better days for your finances better days for your relationship better days for the church better days for the ministry better days are coming I said they're coming did you hear me you in the Wesley I said they're coming they're coming because you held up they're coming because you held out they're coming because you didn't quit they're coming because you might have struggled but the only way not to struggle is to quit I refuse to quit struggle if you gotta struggle but I ain't quitting fight if you gotta fight but I ain't quitting pray if you gotta pray but I'm not quitting Shout if you gotta shout, but I ain't quitting. Better, it's on the way. It's on the way. Be encouraged, somebody. I said, be encouraged, somebody. Better, it's on the way. It's on the way. Anybody waiting on better in some area of your life? I'm telling you, better is on the way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And the enemy wants to deceive us. The enemy wants us to believe that it's always going to be like this. It's always going to be this bad. It's always going to be this rough. Hear me, somebody. The devil is a liar. Hang in there. Amen. Hang in there. Better is on the way. Every head bowed. That's all right. Bless the Lord. Put those hands together and give the Lord a prophetic hand clap of praise that your better is on the way. This is my prophetic hand clap of praise. I'm declaring to myself that better is on the way. It's on the way. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord, we thank you for your word today. God, your word, which challenges us. And God, we're honest with you. It even convicts us. 
but God your word also encourages us oh God we know there's a reason you have us where we are so God I pray that you would come against the adversary and all of those wicked and evil thoughts all those things God that have crossed our mind about saying and doing oh God help us to understand that we belong to you the victory has already been determined for us so God we walk in victory we walk in the promises of your word oh God and Lord we just thank you God that we have faith in what our God declares so God I'm praying right now for whoever is here God that wants to be saved they want to be committed in their walk with you God maybe there's somebody here oh Lord they want to rededicate recommit their life to you oh God I pray that you'll draw them by your spirit today speak Lord so convincingly to them that God they know that they know that this is the Lord God Almighty speaking to me about salvation and rededication or to join this family of faith God we're praying right now that when this prayer is ended God they won't give it another thought but God they'll spring to their feet and God they'll begin to make their way down this aisle to give your servant their hand but more importantly God to give you their heart this is our prayer in Jesus precious name let every heart say amen Come on, quickly stand to your feet. We open the doors of God's church today. Amen. The doors swing wide open for you. Salvation is available for you. For you, it's available for you. Salvation, rededication. Join this family of faith. Wherever you are in the sanctuary, would you come? Would you come? Would, would you come? Would you come? Would you come? Is there one man, woman, boy, or girl in the balcony, on the sanctuary floor, wherever you are in this place? I plead with you today to respond to the voice of Almighty God speaking to you. Listen, sometimes we don't even know what we need to do. We don't know what the decision is. Listen, just come. Just, just come. We'll help you to understand the decision and the choice that you're making for the kingdom of God one one more chance one more opportunity to come wherever you are in the sanctuary would you come wherever wherever you are in the sanctuary would you come amen thank God amen that's right come right on come Union Wesley don't give a pretty hand clap give a hearty hand clap of praise amen let the angels in heaven hear the rejoicing going on down here because the Bible declares that they're rejoicing in heaven and if heaven can be rejoicing then we ought to be rejoicing down here are there others who need to come are there are there others are are there others who need to come are, are there others you don't have to be the first the second amen uh, others have already beat you to that but if you know that you need to make a decision for the kingdom would you come would you, would you come would would you come this is our last opportunity for today would you come would you come
would you come amen 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 and and thank the lord amen 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 you and wesley you may take your seat ministers just play and let me minister for, minister for just a few moments Let's give him a big hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Union Wesley, we have an entire family that's coming today. We have the family of the whites. Mother, daughter, 
grandson and granddaughter. Amen. Union Wesley, this entire family, they're already saved. Amen. Amen. They've already made a decision for Christ years ago. They're already committed to the Lord. But hear this, Union Wesley. They are members of an AME church in Illinois. And they want to transfer their membership to Union Wesley AME Zion Church. Come on, do better. Amen. Amen. They said they've been coming. They've been participating. But today is the day of making that decision to connect with this body of believers right here. Amen. An entire family. Amen. So we thank God for your decision. Amen. Amen. Stay right here. We're going to pray with you. Johan. All right. Johan, how, how old are you again? He's 15 years old. Amen. And we know Johan, know his, know his mother, Sophia. Amen. Uh, we know the family. Um, 15 years old. And he's here because he's requesting prayer. Yeah, he's requesting that the church, his church, lift him up in prayer. That's awesome when you can be a teenager. Uh, and sometimes things get heavy and weighty in the life of teenagers. And it's a great thing when you have enough God in you that you know this is too much for me to handle. And I need my church family to lift me up in prayer. Amen. So if you all can just take a step closer to me. Take a step closer to me. And let us, let us pray together. Come on, ministers, if you'll come. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Heavenly Father. Oh Lord, we are so happy. God, for decisions that are, have been made, Lord. As it relates to you and your church. Oh God, we thank you for this entire family, the, the white family, mother and daughter and grandchildren, God, that have made a decision of transferring membership to Union Wesley. Oh God, we thank you, Lord, that they've been coming. And God, we thank you that, God, they like what they see, they like what they feel, there is a connection or a kindred spirit with this body of believers oh god we we must confess that we're not a perfect church oh god we've got some issues we've got some faults but god we also know that you are working and you are moving in the union wesley church and god you are taking us to higher heights and deeper depths Oh, God, I pray that you would help us to love this family. God, don't treat them like outsiders. 
but God treat them as they really are members of the body of Christ and God we understand that as members of the body of Christ it ain't about when you just get here but God it is because you got relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that we are brothers and sisters in the faith so God I pray that you would allow a spirit of love and a spirit of welcoming and warmth God to well up inside the Union Wesley Amy Zion Church that they will feel so connected and so a part of this congregation oh Lord we pray that you will build a hedge of protection around this entire family God keep them healthy keep them safe oh God we pray that you'll dispense your angels of grace and mercy about them guard them God on the right the left the front and the back Lord we ask that you will cover them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet oh God guard their children oh God we declare in the name of Jesus Lord that their life will not be snuffed out early but God we declare that they shall live a long life and give glory and honor to you oh God in the precious name of Jesus we pray for Johan oh God we we don't know what he might be dealing with and God we know that we don't have to know what he's dealing with to be able to pray for him Oh God, we just want to intercede and stand in the gap for this young man. Oh God, we pray that you would fortify him and to build him up. Oh Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, God, wherever it is, Johan needs a touch from you. In the name of Jesus, God, touch him right now. God, whatever it is, he stands in need of God. Allow him to receive it right now in the name of Jesus. There's nothing too hard for you, and there's nothing, God, that we stand in need of. For the Bible declares that my God shall support all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus in the name of Jesus God we thank you for what he needed being supplied today in the name of Jesus God we say thank you for answering his prayer in the name of Jesus God you ain't working it out you've already worked it out and we say thank you in Jesus precious name that every heart say amen and somebody declare thank you Jesus Jesus. come on somebody declare thank you Jesus amen and amen God bless you
what an awesome worship service this has been today. Amen. Amen. Uh, I love worshiping at Union Wesley. Amen. I, I love it. I look forward to it. Uh, and I believe that God has taken us somewhere. Amen. Amen. Now, I want you to tell yourself this week, like Paul said to Titus, for this reason, I left you there. Hear me, somebody that's in a marriage and it's rough. For this reason, I left you there. Amen. Listen, don't you walk out on that job and you ain't got a job to go to. For this reason, I left you there. Amen. God expects us. To make a difference where we are.